happy to be here. Well, Drew, happy to be here. How are you getting on? Thanks, Lane, Drew. A bit more sober than usual, but... Great, Drew. Happy to be here. I'm a good fan, Drew, thank God. I'm great, Drew. Happy to be here. I'm great, Drew. Good to be here. Well, Drew, how are you getting on? I'm a super fan. Ah, buzzing, Drew. Top four. I'm great, thank God. How are you getting on, Drew? Back. Great to be back. Well, Drew, great to be back. Well, Drew, great to be here. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. We're now on episode 18. It's our end of season finale. It's the 23rd of May. My name is Drew. As always, I'm joined by my good pal Willie. How are you Willie? Hello Drew, top four. Good stuff. And we've got a surprise in store here. We've got the man of the moment. The mythical man that is Kirks. How are you Kirks? Hello! So, we've convinced you to come in after 18 long episodes. Thanks for coming in, Kirks. Yeah, I've been in. So, today we're just going to talk about our own seasons, have a, an overall look at how the FPL season went, and just some FPL nonsense. <coughs> yep. So, look, it's our big grand finale. No pressure at all. Because we might as well start with the worst first. Yeah, we? we've, we've picked a good week to do it, because... No matter how bad we are, we can't be anywhere near as bad as the Game of Thrones finale. So, do you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're quite safe. Game of life. I was going to say, no spoilers either because our listeners are quite backwards and they probably haven't watched it yet. So, yeah, like we said, we'll start with, we'll scrape the bottom of the barrel and we'll start with you, Willie. How did your season go? Cheers, lads. Thanks for that. Well, like, right, well, let's go see where we get. I have a final rank of 30,251. Shite! Crap, yeah. But I had my highest ever points total of 2,335 points. Let's look at the season now. I've six minus four hits all season, but look, three were to navigate the double blank game weeks without a wild card. So um, probably only sh- three actual fucking hits. My um, game week 35 was my highest. But you say without a wild card, that's because you wasted your wild card. It's not, like, they, my wild it's not card, like they only gave you one wild card. Yeah, but I wasted my wild cards. But we look at my, my um, game of 35 was my best uh, total of 105 points. Uh, 84% of the time I was above the game week average. I had an average score each game week of 61.45 points, which looks all right on paper. My my highest rank was 13284. That was in game week 16. My lowest rank was 472,000K. That was in game week three. I ha- actually had... Um, which I was quite impressed with. Like 28 or 38 successful captain picks, 74% strike rate. That's not terrible, actually. I haven't been out of the top 80k from game week 8 till the end of the season. Another steady, if not spectacular, season. Surprise, surprise. Who would have thought this from, from Willie? But look, top 20k was my goal. So look, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. But overall, though, it's like not a million miles away from where I want to be. And look, I'm, I'm still for the third season in a row. I'm in the top one percentile so uh, not a complete disaster right you have to aim higher than that yeah sometimes i think your expectations are quite low like you could actually get a monkey to pick an fbl team and he might come in the top one percent i don't know about that i think think fbl is getting harder and harder every season so i think it's my ninth top 50k finish in a row and i don't know i I think like top 30k is the new top 20k on a scale of one to ten how happy were you with the season I don't know. I just want a number. I don't want excuses. <clears throat> With my final rank, considering... No, not your final rank. Just the, how the season panned out. How happy are you? Well, everything, everything went wrong. Six? Everything went wrong at four, but I still pulled it out of the fire at nine. <laughs> but did it go wrong because it of you? Like? It didn't go wrong that much that you got four. 
That's no, a lot of things went very wrong. Like, do you want me to go through my, my no, lessons no, learned? No, we really... Not yet. When are we going to do that? It's too early. Yeah. Later on. Right. Then, then, you, then you'll see, like, how much like, went wrong. And that's it's the same, miracle, the like, same rank right. you get every year. So No, it's not. It's 8,000 behind the same rank. 8,000. Yeah. So that means you're 4 out of 10. So you're saying you got 4 out of 10 last year, the year before, the year before? Uh, one of the years we were playing a cup competition and I took a minus 24 or something and still got decent enough rank, but... No, all things considered, when, when we talk it's about... It's probably there, 6 or 7 out of 10. When we talk. Yeah, probably 6 out of 10. When, 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 look. When, when, when we go about everything that went wrong through the season, you'll be like, it's an absolute miracle this man has pulled the fucking top 30 kick. <laughs> right, let's go on. Let's, let's do a little bit about... Um, what a hero. I'll go next, yeah, seeing as I was in the middle. And uh, look, for anyone that follows us, they'll see our little blurb on our website and it says something like, there's three of us. One is a renegade, one's a lemon, and one's somewhere in between. So we've heard from the lemon. I'm in between. We've got the the big show to come next, but I came 19,837. The way the season went, I was quite kind of relatively happy by the end, but just <coughs> yeah. overall, uh, it was my worst season in the last two or three years. Um, I got myself into quite a good position early on, and... Kirk's here will always say you need a good start and I actually got a good start first five weeks yeah I got a fairly solid start but still I kind of messed up I don't know maybe after game week 10 for the next like six or seven weeks it didn't go too well when you start podding with me Drew (laughs) I think that's what we can trace it back to when we go when we look back on our lessons learned and our regrets and our mistakes mine are all going to be the same thing so just to mirror you, my highest points were 105 in game week 35 when I bench boosted, so that was a success. My lowest were in blank game week 31. I got 28 oh, with true. a minus 8, so oh. I actually got a net 20, which is Ooh. absolutely atrocious. That was my lowest week, well. Yeah, it was a bad week, but like 20 points. So to be top 20k, that's impressive. Yeah, my highest, what am I looking here? Yeah, my highest official rank was 558 in game week 17. Aww. So like halfway through the season, I was exactly where I wanted to be. So that's why I was kind of slightly disappointed. A little bit solid, friend. My highest official rank was 150k in game week 3. So that wasn't amazing. Your lowest. Um, the way the season went, I was kind of happy. Like on the very last day, I was like 12k. And I was trying to figure out how can I get into the top 10k and blah, blah, blah. And I made this big mad case for getting Vardy in and captain, and he did fuck all. But uh, yeah, I, I was kind of going through my team and crunching the numbers and going, well, if I picked my best possible captain that week, how would I have got on? And it would have been Manny with two goals. Yeah. He was my vice. But if I had a captain to him, I would have went from 12k to 15k, and it would have been like, yeah. eh. Well, I don't know, I wouldn't have cared. Shot, at least yeah. I kind of thought I took a bit of a stab at it. So yeah, last few game weeks, are like, that's when you really have to take a risk, isn't it? Yeah, so that's a brief synopsis of my team. I've a, I've a good bit done on how my chips and all that kind of went, but I'll yeah. go. I'll do that a bit later. Yeah, I want to hear how this. Kirk's got on. Just uh, <laughs> just basically now your overall rank and how you you felt about the season. We don't need to go into huge detail. Yeah, no, it went well. Um, it went very well. <laughs> no, it went well. As in, amazing. As in normally a blow up after Christmas or at Christmas. So this year, managed to keep it on track. As a, I think last year I was around 200 at Christmas. And this year I was about the same again. 200k or 200? 200. 290, I think it was. Christmas yeah, last it's year. actually oh, crazy the, and, uh, the positions he gets into. And then Christmas, <laughs> Christmas this year is top 1k as well. And I think I usually blow up at Christmas and then 
maybe March with the, the horse racing and stuff, I get distracted, miss a few weeks. So this year, kept on top of it. And uh, yeah, really happy with the overall rank. A couple of mistakes still in there as well, listen to Willie during the year. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll come into that in we'll a bit. But I was trying to think of an analogy for you, just to explain to people that don't know you. Um, like you get into these fantastic positions come Christmas. Oh, the last couple of seasons, like, like it's at like Christmas, you you think like Jesus, it's guy, elite. Yeah, with this guy, and then after that, it's absolute fucking carnage. Um, but it's not even like just carnage. It's like it's like how low can you possibly like drop? <laughs> it's yeah. I think um, I went from like two hundred and ninety. I think we went. What we were like gig last year. What what? Well, blood, blood, blood was like November. Uh, I think November, and I was like two ninety. And I finished, like, I think I finished outside the top 100k. Yeah, which is so, crazy. How which do you is do like, that? How do you even do that? I was kind of thinking it's like fucking Barcelona in the semi-final against Liverpool there. Somehow they ended up winning the first match 3-0. Didn't deserve to be there like you. Like how the fuck are they in that position? Yeah. And uh, after two legs, they still managed to like absolutely blow their load and end up yeah, the 200k. The difference this year was actually listening to the pod and like being in the, the WhatsApp group and and just not going nuts like you yeah. know keeping an actual eye on it and, uh, and like, a lot of it's just about being safe and, and you had some nuts like, moments like yeah. you could have came higher oh I could have like I mean Captain and Luke Shaw and Captain Fuck Pogba me. and like a few things but like that's fine I don't mind that but last Pogba season, is fine last Luke season, Shaw like, for fuck's sake last season I blew up like I swapped out Couple of Chelsea lads, or, or who was it, Kane and Sterling for a couple of Chelsea lads, and just absolutely fucking. Oh, I remember. Bottomed. Yeah. But uh, this season's like, I do the odd one or two stupid decisions, but overall, I think I reeled it in, and. Uh, I think you had a great year. Kept going for like, thirty, the, the thirty-six weeks, or whatever. And, uh, crazy, and I feel like some stuff. Willie's talking about his adversity and bad luck. Like you had a lot of. Uh, oh, I hit that, to... I hit that uh, Sterling hat trick with captain. Which yeah, is massive. You also yeah, had to listen to a lot of his nonsense throughout the season. I think I told you, Lucas Moura was no way he was going to be playing. But that was that was the worst bit of the season. That was a uh, was on a wild card. I brought in Redmond and Moura when Kane got injured, and uh, had him in for the whole week. And then Willie <laughs> turns around and he goes, "Moura's injured." Yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, right, okay." So I took him out. But it's not just like he's injured; it's a hundred percent gospel. He's oh, injured. it's just, it's just know, a text. he's so definite about everything. It was a text message. Moura's injured. Like, all oh, right, I'll oh, fuck a take my out. So, and uh, that's, that's a good example, though. I think, like, you and his advantage, like, you have a real job, so you're working all week. Like, but like, me and maybe we have jobs, but we can kind of do a little bit on the side. Like, and we're like listening to all this information on Twitter, all this different information, team news, what's happening, all the team previews. Like, and like, we're like, like, Mora was supposed to be out for that game, but if you if you it, didn't it's, follow on yeah. all the stats you'd see his underlying statistics were br- brilliant you wouldn't think he would have just kept oh, the man. Yeah, he would have just kept the, 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 the line was Kane's out who's going to play Moore's going to yeah. play yeah. and they had good fixtures and I was just like right stick him in there brought Redmond yeah. in he was on fire and then uh, he got two goals Moore got the hat-trick and that was just some swing though yeah I know, such a negative swing thing, I don't know who I brought in instead then like, I mean I think Sterling might have come in and he might have scored well then the week and after for it to all be his fault as well oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy that's not as bad as the Balbuena yeah. one the but look anyway that was just it's uh, way worse than from, from, like, what Balbuena might cost you yeah. 10 points we're going to go into more, more details so we're going to talk about yeah. our mistakes and all that yeah. we just wanted to have a brief summary of where we finished and look as as three people kind of all like we've obviously been playing the, the game a long time and we kind of have our WhatsApp group but like just for three people who just recently started up a, a Twitter page and a pod like I think our overall ranks are quite good 
What were we saying? I was like in the top 20, you're in the top 30, and yeah. Kirk's is actually in the top 5. Kirk's only really won the fucking thing. So, uh, yeah, happy enough with that start, I think. Yeah, we've well done, boys. So, we've had a little kind of brief look at our overall ranks and how we did, uh, kind of from a simplistic kind of view, but we'll flesh it out a little bit now. And we start with you, Willie. Take us through some of your high points and your low points. My highs, my lows, and my lessons learned. Right, quite a few of them. Right, lads, first thing I came to, to the conclusion is trust the numbers and yourself. I've all my own research done by Tuesday night with the pod going out early in the in the week. By Friday night, I often went for guys that I hadn't considered myself. I think it was. It a sounds like factor. you're reading in school or something. But <laughs> what? Yeah, but like. But like my number one's going to be don't trust Willie. So that's the yeah. opposite. If everybody on Twitter was going for someone, surely it must be the right. I was like, just be your own fucking man, lads. Right. Another fucking lesson learned. Don't take hits. Especially not early on when we have a couple of weeks of data. No way I'll be taking any but hits like, in the first six games. Yeah, can I just stop you? You barely you, took any hits. I did, but I took too many hits. Which you did top, Way too many. We'll talk about them later and you'll 100% agree with me. But I'm not going to take any hits in the first six game weeks. Unless barring catastrophic injuries. Okay. That's like knock down a big car or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> so we'll look at this. I took a minus four in game week three. I went from 124,000 in the ranking I was delighted with to 472,000. I really wanted Danny Ings. Original team would have scor- scored me way more. Going on two, two weeks of that, it was just, it was amateur stuff. So as and for some of my masters in statistics, it was beyond retarded. Right. It gets worse. Um, my next minus four, I took Hazard out for Sané and triple captain him for one point. No, I remember well, that. Uh, Haz was my original captain choice and he got a t- double figure haul against Huddersfield. And this is another You took out there. Hazard against Huddersfield. After Sané. keeping him for... After brought keeping in Sané him, and triple captain Sané. After keeping him for six weeks, yeah. So, uh, lesson learned. Never remove a premium player with great fixture in the game week. And then another lesson. Or you could just say, don't be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's just silly. I didn't realise Hazard was against Huddersfield. Yeah, it was absolutely stupid. It's the only way Maybe, Sané. Can you remember who Sané played? He had a double, did he? Sané had a double, two nice fixtures. Yeah. Did he and, play both of them? No. Uh, no, he, he came on in one of them and didn't play the other at all. <laughs> and uh, another lesson there. Don't let Pep Roulette on Twitter cloud your judgement. The Con, Con Aguero had the best stats and the underlying numbers and was my original choice. And when you look back at it, he was pretty nailed. He was fucking starting nearly all the games and just his minutes were being managed. Plus, we're playing Arsenal and their defensive stats were absolutely atrocious. And I just want to say, the other time I captained Sané as well, it was against Palace and he blanked for me as well. So, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a good move. And then I have another couple of things that just stick in my head, just really bad moves that I made through the season. So, with fire ahead, it's all just crap from Winnie. Uh, so, like, we'll go back to... where you learn, though. Come on, get we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll go back to game week one. I took uh, Holibus out for Charlie Daniels five I minutes before that. the game week one deadline. Oh, I was absolutely sick. Daniels was the scout pick and nobody had mentioned Holibus. Although I've read all Watford's preseason friendly reports and he had been the main attacking threat for the team. I think that's a death by Twitter. Lesson learned. Yeah. Be your own man. And then... We might have said like Greek lads can't play <coughs> football. We probably put yeah. you off a little bit. Dance. It's all to do with you. At the end of the day, it's your 40. decision. Yeah. And then another thing. Game week 37. Kirk was talking about Luke Shaw again. and don't talk about him again. Luke Shaw. United, no clean sheets in six. United's underlying stats were, I can't say any more than they were, crap. I wasn't even considering them. Laporte was the one I wanted all week. I put him in my Ben Quellen spreadsheet 
three or four weeks beforehand. I seen everybody had Shaw on Twitter, so for some bizarre reason, I just followed the ground and put him in. Yeah, see, I had the port, so oh my <laughs> god, and change, just and I just followed the crowd. Lesson learned, just as I said, over and over again. Just I don't know if that was the crowd. Man. Not that many people had Luke Shaw. Loads of mean. people on Twitter had him. Loads of people on not, Twitter. Not at the expense of support. No. Yeah, no, it no. wasn't at the expense. I think that's the key. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, me and you were in a car. I can actually remember yeah. this vividly. We were on the way to a stag, and we were talking about it. And like, you were really wanting to discuss FPL, and I was really like, yeah. "Fuck, I have to play golf in a few minutes." Yeah, that's all I was thinking about, and I didn't really want to talk to you about it. Yeah. but nobody really sold Shaw to you. Yeah, like you're kind of saying, like it was your own decision. Oh, that's what I said. You, you didn't, but I was on like Twitter. First captain of that week, but he never captain, really sold. And you were both bringing him in, and then lots of people on Twitter were actually bringing him as well. But look, I just, just it was one of the worst moves. It, it, wasn't, was, it wasn't that bad. No. The Huddersfield at home, United. Huddersfield away and, and oh, uh, Cardiff at home. But fuck me. I mean, yeah. Huddersfield. But, but the, the only thing is, like, I think it's so much easier if you make your own decision, even if you get it wrong. You're not you're not blaming someone else, so you're not. But these are all the classic Willie mistakes. You've been doing this for like the last ten <laughs> years. That's you it. You keep saying you're going to change next year, but why would you? You didn't change this year. What's it? Tell I, us. I that. changed the last three, the last game, the last game week. I brought the port in. <laughs> the last game week, I actually did change. Willie to finish fifty times next but year. I just want to talk about my best moments as well for a second, right? We've we saw all the crap on. So my best moment of the season was uh, not taking a hit to get Harry Kane in for Cardiff at home. He blanked. A captain has on the Sunday, and he absolutely hauled. Harry Kane's pictures were really crap after Cardiff, and uh, I just uh, took a ta- calculated risk that um, he might blank and I- I'd be in a good position afterwards. So I was really happy about that. I think you might have made the same decision if we talk about that afterwards. I did, yeah. But, um, I was never uh, confident about it. Yeah. I can't remember what no. I did. No, it was a bit of a risk. But my number two best moment was getting through the blank and double game weeks relatively unscathed without a wild card and a triple captain. How yeah, yeah I did it to myself. I think How I got a bit lucky, but I'm pretty proud of myself all the time. How was your blank oh, week? Because me and Andy's blank week were brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah my, my you know how 31 went? Yeah, I, I don't know. I know that I bet you, but not by much, maybe by 10 points or something. Well, 10 and, points with 30 is like, that's a lot. Yeah, and I think I got a bit lucky now, in fairness. But <coughs> And my third best moment of the season... Salah captain, if you'll remember this, Drew will remember this, 42 points, game week 16 versus Bournemouth away. I was very strong in the pod, while loads of people were getting rid of him on Twitter and Scout and everywhere else. I stuck with the stats, my own opinion, and I was richly rewarded. <laughs> and like, it was one of the few times in the season where I 100% listened to you, and it paid off. Yeah. I say 9 out of 10 times, it cost me maybe. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the problem. 50 <laughs> points a week. But like, when do you listen to him? Absolutely hauled that week. I remember having like fifty plus points. Yeah, between Sal and Robertson. Yeah, nice one. After the half twelve match, and which game was that? It was just amazing. Uh, uh, Willie had it there. When was it? It was against Bournemouth. Anyway, away as well. It was away. Was it game week sixteen? I think that's why game uh, sixteen. Yeah, some people were. Yeah, going away from him. Bournemouth's underlying statistics were so poor defensively as well. So I just said we'd have a crack at this. So uh, blank game week thirty one, Willie got thirty five points with a minus four. So he didn't do any great, need. yeah, but he did better than us. Yeah, I think it was it twenty eight, thirty. Yeah, I got twenty eight with a minus eight. It was my only minus eight of the season. So is that all your high points? That's definitely all my high points. Okay, not too bad. It's the same thing every year though. 
whether you like pay attention or not, it's like no, do my own thing, don't, don't follow Twitter. Grow like, hair. That's just ingrained in you, is it not? Nah, you that's the way you are. I think doing pod and, and you're risk averse. I'm very risk averse, but I finally realised that. You might think I'm a dickhead, but it's like I think I'm as good as anybody else is. Any of the guys on Twitter, any of the guys on the websites at FBL. So I'm just gonna go myself and trust you myself. Get gonna fuck you up. Myself. Villa back in the Premiership is gonna fuck you up. Nah, I said we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this in the coming weeks, but I'll avoid them when you shouldn't, and you'll bring them in when you shouldn't. You'll absolutely be a mess. You'll be quite surprised. I mean, I think I very much play the underlying statistics and stuff. I'm I'm gonna. That's one thing I'm gonna. I'm not gonna play teams. I'm gonna play the underlying statistics. Like that time you captain Jack Grealish. When was that? Three years ago, was it? Still happened. And it was. Yeah. No. Anyway, (laughs) we'll move on. I'll go. Do you want to talk about Jack Grealish and Aston Villa? Like I'm your man. I wouldn't bring that up. No, I wouldn't either. So uh, I haven't went into as much depth on my high points or low points as you. Um, my big low point was just, like I said, I was in the top 500 after week 17. and like It's such a fall. Like Usually yeah. if you get into that position after half a season, I kind of think I can consolidate it because I, I, I can play quite yeah. safely, but Unlike take me. the odd risk. I'm definitely yeah. yeah, whereas like I really fell away. Um, a it's couple of my big mistakes... I owned Salah and I had Salah for like probably the first half of the season but I owned him and Sterling at all the wrong times mm. I got rid of Salah and got in Sterling I got in Sterling after he'd had a few hauls didn't really get anything out of him and we talked about this loads on the pod but I just yeah. remember over Christmas Liverpool had tricky enough fixtures and they were playing Newcastle Wolves and yeah, was ones, a, right? yeah and I fully expected Sterling to outscore him and he did absolutely nothing for me, yeah. whereas Salah just kept ticking over. Yeah. Um I'm gonna come to my a lot of my stats are coming from that Premier Fantasy Tools dot com, which is great, actually great, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. And that's actually um, a great uh, analyzer of your, your season. Yeah, if you're looking yeah. to break down your season and learn, it's absolutely amazing. And yeah. like you'll know yourselves, you're both into stats and kind of analysing things just from the gambling and the same with poker and stuff like you yeah. kind of need to have a look at your performance and see yeah. where you went wrong where you and went what went right and yeah. that's how it's amazing so it is yeah. but uh, yeah just getting Salah and Sterling wrong in patches like I had Salah for that hat-trick against Bournemouth so that was great but kind of I got the rest wrong well, was that bad move or just bad luck that, that's the thing like if I could go back and kind of look at it and see how I analysed yeah. it and the reasoning I'd probably do it again so yeah, yeah. but uh yeah, I think yeah. it was just a little bit of FOMO or whatever all yeah. the, the cool kids call it. You know, Sterling was just, I was in a few mini leagues with lads captaining Sterling and he was just blowing me away for a few weeks and thought, yeah, I, I kind of need him and it didn't really work. When you look at Salah, people are, are kind of saying he had an average season, but like his <laughs> stats are crazy. Yeah. So. Like we, we talk about this there with your team here. He was, um, I played him every game. Yeah. I, I played him 37 and 38 game weeks and he was actually my best value. Yeah, he year. just had a 30 free- million like. Freak season last year, but yeah. this season, by anyone's standards, it's still amazing. Um, down the last season, it's still absolutely amazing. Yeah. My other big mistake was uh, Laporte. I didn't own him for one game week, and I kept avoiding him. And I was listening to an older pod with me and you there, really, just to get back in the zone. Yeah. And we were actually talking about City for the doubles, and we're saying, "Feck this! Why would you get in Laporte or Ederson? Yeah. Kind of go defensive." Uh, I think City were playing, was it Fulham and Cardiff in a double? Yeah. To 
go you through attackers. Like go you Aguero. Have, to have the best defense in your team. Go Aguero, yeah. Sterling. Well, you ha- you did have him for all those games. Yeah. Yeah, I always yeah always go for it. who does who's the best defense. You have to have and, someone and, from the best defense. And even from another line statistics, their uh, city's uh, XGC was like just unbelievable. It was yeah, it and wasn't like, even the defense of those. Just his attacking returns were just insane. Yeah. Like he yeah. couldn't have predicted them. You oh, couldn't have predicted actually. He conceded a goal and scored a goal, didn't he? One yeah, that was in thirty eight. But you, you couldn't have you couldn't have predicted how he was going to perform in the double game mix. He was probably the top scoring player in all ah. the double game mix. Yeah, it's kind of reliable points. I mean, like, his, his underlying game. statistics from attacking perspective weren't there yeah. before the double but game mix. Ignore the attack. Like, I mean, double game with two clean sheets. Take it. 12 points a few bonus yeah that's the way we should have seen it but that was trying to be a little bit different and maybe be a little bit greedy or something yeah kind of thought let's go for the the higher ceiling rather than yeah that that was the core kind of points in fairness i can i I think that was a mistake i said a lot of things weren't mistakes like you say sell and sell i don't think that was a mistake but not having a a city defensive option was a was a mistake that we got very heavily punished for because i don't think anyone could predict that laporte would have performed as he did yeah and i had a (coughs) what do you call him for most of the season, um, not for most. Sorry, for the start of the season, I had Mendy and like cleaned up. Uh, if he hadn't yeah. got injured, I had him in the start. He might have been a, there. a crazy acid. Fifteen points. I think he would have probably bet Thierry Robbo if he kept playing on his out of assists. Wasn't yeah, he? but I just never replaced him. Like Kirk's was saying, you have to have someone from the best defence. And once yeah. he got injured, yeah. I don't think I owned a city I think defender. That, I had Mendy at the start and I switched him to the court. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think I just stuck with him. That was a great yeah. move, and you saved yourself a nice few quid as well. It's a very boring move for you, Kirks. Yeah, you know it is, but I think that's just one of those those uh, you know. the rules you follow. You would have brought in like double card for something just yeah. to mix I did, it up. I did have a uh, what's your, what's his face? That's Sean Morrison. No, your man. Everybody had started the season. Camarasa. No, uh, the defender. Sol Bamba. Healthier. Oh yeah. Yeah, he didn't play in. Everybody's like, oh yeah, cheap playing defender. Fucking he wasn't crap. <laughs> yeah, um, my high points. It was just a very solid season. I didn't have anything spectacular, but I, when I was looking at that tool there and looking at my top 10 point-scoring players, like Hazard is in number two. I got 248 points out of him. Yeah. And like that's that you kept him for a lot. Yeah, for someone who kind of is known as a troll and people can't get him in at the right times, I, I think I captained him at all the right times. I captained yeah. him for a hat-trick against Cardiff. Um uh, he got a brace against Watford at one point. Um, at the end Did of the season, against him? he it. got me a haul. He got yeah. a couple of goals, I think. Yeah. I, I, I seem to own Hazard at all the right times. Yeah. What, um, do you know all the right times, all the wrong times? Hazard, we knew before he was going to be in the top three fucking point scorers in the whole season. Why didn't we just keep him in? Like you did for a lot of seasons, but just keep him in. And like we'll talk about this in the pods, but I looked at all his underlying statistics. Everything is points total, his goals, his assists, his, his bonus points, his underlying chances. Yeah. His underlying, he's like, he's right there in the top three or four. Like, we should have just kept him there all season. What were we doing? Like, yeah, we're actually going to miss him. Yeah. When, if he leaves the game, like, he's actually a, a nice, easy way into I think points. The majority of Belgium's on his way to Real Madrid, is he? <laughs> Writing for the sun or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, my. High points and low points are very underwhelming, I think, because it was just, like I said, very overall solid, but nothing really happened. Have you any uh, highlights or lowlights? You must have your, your, uh, your best season ever. Yeah, I think it was just not... I don't like using the word luck, because you create your own luck in, in a way. But um, you need a good start. You've got a good start, and you can consolidate from there on. Um, hit the Aguero hat-trick at the start of the season, hit the Sterling hat-trick at the end of the season. Um, no, it just kind of worked out 
worked out well. Um, I think you have to get, I think my golden rule is good start. If you get a good start, you can consolidate. You yeah. can take the odd risk and people are following you rather than you following them. That's a good point. And I, I got, I got good, like I had Wan-Bissaka in the first week and Mendy, like that's 12 and 15 points. Had with Carlos in 14 points. I mean, like straight from game week one and all the way up to game week five, I think it was, then well-carded. Like I was straight up into the top, whatever. I don't know what it was, so 10 yeah, or something. Like, yeah. But like from then on in, like your life's a bit easier. Um, got on the Bournemouth wagon then and then survived Christmas. I think Christmas is the biggest, the biggest. You just turn into an alcoholic at Christmas. Oh, I think it's your problem. It's so you hard. It's so hard. It's like, you, it's just so many quick game weeks and like the, the, the fixtures always look appealing and then they blow up in your face. Then you miss a week. I mean, you're drunk, it's kind of hard to make the right decision. Isn't it? Yeah, I know, because you're like, what, you're out for a few nights of the week and then you're like, Billy Big Balls fucking making a transfer yeah. in the pub. And, uh, this year I survived that. I mean, every year I go back, I blow up a Christmas. And I was just conscious of it this year. Just don't blow up a Christmas. Don't blow up a Christmas. And uh, managed to keep it together. Um, but I don't know, a bit of luck, even though it was planned. And um, survived Christmas. Yeah, even, like we, not that we laugh at you, but we kind of, we do laugh at you, but we kind of, <laughs> we do admire you in a way because you are the renegade of the three of us. Yeah. But um, I think you're also stubbornly kind of, well, like, I you're mean, persistently stubborn. You'll stick with people just... No, I wish I stuck with Mora, fucker. Yeah. But um, I captained Vardy early on in the season. I think he got two goals. And uh, I was getting abuse in the, the work league I did. <coughs> and they're like, where the fuck did you pull Vardy from? I was like, don't know. Just fucking <laughs> Vardy's playing well. Nick two goals. Had him captained. Fucking rocketed up. Um, but that kind of, like... I really, really, definitely reeled it in, though, from the last couple of years. So, like, I remember, like, bringing Ramsey in, like, last year. Out of nowhere. Like thinking he was going to score over the goals, I think he didn't. Well, he didn't at the start. <laughs> well, this year I think you probably you do look at the underlying stats. Yeah, no, I do, and I didn't go fucking nuts either. <coughs> bringing it like I still captain Luke Shaw, captain yeah. Pogba, but uh, captain Robertson, like captain defenders. I think people yeah, don't do a lot, yeah. which I think it actually pays out dividends when it hits. But like you're yeah. just sitting there shitting yourself for ninety minutes because one goal is going to ruin you. But but I think like it might be an advantage. To you. Like I I don't think. Do you ever look at Twitter? No, you, I, hate you ever been on I hate Twitter. I yeah. actually like. I think that could be a massive benefit. Oh, definitely. Social media in general, like it's just a, a small portion of people who play the game tiny, overall, tiny portion, yeah. and they all fixate on like the one or two things. And someone says something, and then all of a sudden it just, just catches it's like wildfire, isn't and it? Everybody's saying the same thing, so I tend just to watch the game, listen to YouTube, and yeah. then make a decision, and that backfires sometimes. Thanks. It's just a cesspool of moaniness, Twitter, I think. <laughs> I just, they, they all, it's like Keep said. listening to us, though. Like, no, it's like what he said, though. Someone says something and it catches on. But Snowballs, it's kind of yeah. a small community, so like everybody everybody latches onto it and then everybody has it. And, and then, then everyone changes what they're originally going to do. And then it blows up so. and like everybody who heard that is fucking... And then so everyone's nice. triple captain Sané when they cut that's out. A fair, with yeah, that's a fair point that it's such a small community. When you're looking at it on Twitter and you kind of see 90% of people are triple captain and Sané, like, oh my God, everybody in the game, all yeah. six million people are, but it might be but like, like a ton of people on Twitter that week. Yeah, it's just mental, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, that's a, a look at our, I suppose, high points and low points for the season. Hopefully kind of helps to understand how we did, how we did. And we'll take a little break now. We'll come back and have a look at maybe our chip usage very quickly. And then we'll have a look at our team of the season. Yeah, we really quickly. quickly. 
Okay, so we're nearly finished talking about our own teams, but before we wrap that up, I want to talk briefly about chip usage because it's a, a big part of the game. And uh, Willie, me and you talked about it on an earlier pod, and like, I'm not really in favour of the chips. I'd rather reduce them and just kind of bring the game back to a more natural. You know, I think they're uh, they dilute it a bit, and you can get a bit. Even though people plan when to use well, them, I quite like them, and I think you can get quite lucky. Plan is it's a good advantage at the end of the season. I prefer more chips that make differences to your to your team. So you have to make choices, but more of them. I think that, you got an example, or or like the fuck it, the triple captain is fine, but as one of three chips, it's a lot of shite. Remember all that attack? That was fucking. That was a negative. That was, that was awful, especially now with like fucking TA and Rob. Well, I'd like to see more novelty. Yeah. I hate ghost teams, so like I mean, the more chips you have, with little decisions to make throughout the season. Um, it just means people who are active are having a bigger impact. As in, like, but see, like small chips, like your keeper plays off the bench, or you get half points to your bench, or like you know, like little, smaller ones that you get to play more often. I know what you mean, though. Where if you have a dormant team, you can't. Bench. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people so, just leave us. Oh, I agree with that. That's why I like the chips. The five captain chips, where you pick five captains and all the points, and <laughs> well, it just absolutely screws the goalkeeper. They should be teams. smaller, but uh, more of them, and like just not novelty, but like uh, you know, make make you make choices. Yeah, but we are where we are. These are the chips, and uh, I, I was having a little look at my summary, and I did, I did quite well. Um, but one of my big mistakes of the season, yeah. I didn't really cover earlier, was listening to you all season. Through the highs and the lows, and like, <laughs> and you just way. kept saying it'll be grand once we play the chips in the right weeks, we're going to make so much ground. But you don't and think that wasn't really the case? You don't think this season was different than any other season? That, that's actually, it, yeah, it, fixtures wise, didn't you didn't <clears throat> have a choice, yeah. And you know, what really happened uh, West Ham were playing Huddersfield, and every lot of people went triple West Ham defense, and they just completely capitulated. Like, like, I know I've always been two, three, four hundred K played my chips right and still ended in the top 50k yeah you were kind of going on like so reliant on them that it was guaranteed and I think it kind of took it for granted that it would be and maybe got a bit lazy the fixtures were shocking though for the double game weeks because was it United had a double game week and it was like City and Wolves like so you couldn't it's not like you get lower. And then that fucking City game week came up that one and said, right, has captain. And then, like, at the last second, two days before the game week was to start, it went into a double. Like, it was really giving us a. Yeah. Was a few Actually, one stretches. of the big things that got me as well was uh, Tottenham had a double game week and they were playing oh, Liverpool yeah, they and they were playing Palace the first yeah. game in their new season. Yeah, yeah. And I brought them in. I brought Harry Kane in just because I thought he might do something here. Like, it's yeah. not a guaranteed and I wasn't overly confident. The next game was Huddersfield at home, and I was like, "That's my captain right there." And yeah, he got so injured in the double game week. Yeah, that was <laughs> kind of ruined everything. That was yeah, actually bad. Luck. A few strange things, in fairness. I think last season you had more choices. I think yeah. every, every season I've played, if you played your chips right, you've made a massive rank rise. Especially like I said, this season a lot of us were a lot higher than we usually were at a certain stage in the season. But if you were four or five hundred k, and you played your chips right, you just absolutely. Exploded. I remember the last itself. season though, there was a conversation about whether to use the free hit first or the or the, your wild card. And this season, it was pretty much decided for you off the bat because of the fixtures. But the blank was a it was a double blank double whatever the hell it ended up as. You didn't really have a choice. So every, there was every, one every really time. obvious choice. Though, yeah, yeah. That came out. Some people used it a little bit differently, but yeah, there was one. And I, I think we all played. You didn't because you didn't have your wild card, but. I think the majority played, of people uh, played the exact same 
the exact same way. Yeah, but I was looking at my chips anyway, and my first wild card, I used it in game week five. Half like you it. said, you usually use it early. Half it. I got 79 points, which wasn't amazing, but I was looking at, I suppose when you do your wild card, it's like the next few game weeks, how you're setting up your team. And I went from 138k in game week five to 18k in game week 10. So I'm going to count that as a success. No, you, you absolutely have to. Maybe we'll do a pre-season pod or something. Yeah. The start of the season is so important and you have to use your, your, your wild card. Yeah, it gives you... I heard a good point maybe this week that you get three wild cards in the season. Like picking your first team is it's actually a wild, wild card. card. Yeah. And like if you get that anyway wrong or if there's any tweaks to be made or if anyone kind of... You know, it's, a, it's a whole that's a whole two hour discussion yeah any yeah, players step game. up and kind of bring themselves to the fore you kind of need to be able to get them in so we, I do agree you need to wildcard we'll we talk about this later but like from a statistical perspective um, I, I, we'll talk about this in later pods but I'm no way I'll be I'll be wildcarding in the first game because I won't be wildcarding probably game week probably game week 8 maybe game week 6 at the very earliest I just think uh, that is early I think you, you, might think you need more underlying statistics you need at least 6-7 weeks you do. weeks of underlying statistics <laughs> to make the, the best like, I'm Willie I need to see what everyone I, else is doing first yeah, I mean, that's that's why you finish the season so good but um, you have to uh, wildcard early you have to yeah, so I did that anyway it worked out grand um, triple captain was in game week 12 which seems really early now <sighs> Look, but me and you both did the same thing. It was uh, Liverpool home to Fulham. We both went for Salah. Uh, Liverpool were in flying form. Fulham no absolutely terrible. Neither do I. I finished two 0 Salah got twenty four points with the triple captaincy. Eleven penalty area touches, five shots, four in the box, two big chances. Grand. No, you get, that's look. That was solid. He had a shit. quiet game. I remember watching it. You get a big player. You get him at home. You get him against a team who's going to concede goals, and you go for it. I remember like the last season of season four, triple captain someone in a double game week and he got like three points. Yeah. So like it's pure luck. I've never nailed my triple. No. I had a few times, but I definitely didn't this year. Yeah. So anyway, after using that I went from twelve K to four K. So I when you're looking at them, you can only look at where you were and where you went to and like an eight K rank like jump is grand. Yeah. It's just when you see what lads did afterwards in the Huddersfield game. Yeah, and then but, uh, you can't really think about that. Captain, and know. then the last of my chips, I kind of look at as a whole because it was that whole strategy that you yeah. said kind of made itself. Like you nearly had to do it. So I free hit it in thirty two, second wild card in thirty four, and bench boost in thirty five. Yeah, and I got two hundred forty five five, two hundred forty five points from all of them, and the average in those weeks was one hundred ninety four. Yeah, and it wasn't as good as I thought. Well, looking back on it, it's not shit either though. No, that's it? fine. I don't think you have a problem with that. It you, wasn't you're terrible. You're going to lose ranks with those I didn't lose you, ranks, you but I didn't gain massive I didn't ranks. do the willy kind of jumping up yeah, which I thought, yeah, through yeah. the ceiling. Like I didn't make too much ground there. Overall I was happy enough with them. Have you any I know you haven't looked at chips as much, but I think yeah. that stands out. I know your look, triple look, captain is a disaster. I'll go through mine. Like as I said, I did a, a wild card in game week four. Again, I think that was way too early. Next season, I want to see way more underlying statistics. I want seven, eight weeks minimum, and I think that I'll do a lot better. Like a lot of players, like Ings and Awobi, and people with like amazing underlying statistics in the first couple of game weeks, uh, ended up uh, knocking there at the end of the season. While if you look at the underlying statistics from game week eight and nine. I think something like over 55% of those players end up being in the top 20 highest scoring FBL points players at the end of the season. So that's something to consider. Is that real? That's real. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. But um, 
Uh, another thing, I made an absolutely crap decision with Sané and my triple captain. It wasn't a crap said, decision. No, it was. It was. It, to be honest, with to be honest, <coughs> it was. No, no, it hasn't. No, it's not with that. I looked at all the underlying statistics on, on, on Scout and Aguero's underlying statistics were were by far the best. But I just had the fear factor that he wouldn't start both of the games. And I thought uh, Sané was more nailed. And I seen everything on Twitter and I went with that. My original, genuinely sure. I captain on Aguero is my original. If we look up our WhatsApp group, I'm pretty yeah. sure two of us are telling him not to do this. But... Um, I think you don't. I don't think that. it was a bad decision though, because like Sané yeah. was starting games. It was very safe. And yeah, he was very, was very safe. safe yeah, yeah, it was very safe thing ever. Yeah, in the end, yeah, in the end, I probably should have went for Guerrero. Now look, like, I think you were punished a lot more than than the I probably should have deserved. Yeah, yeah, I think like I probably deserved to lose ten, twenty points, not fifty points, because I had a wounded captain, Guerrero. If I, I'd went yeah. myself, then uh, my bench boost went really well. It gave me thirty five, one hundred five points. I think I got the same as ye. My um, what other chips are you used your second wild card wild really card. early yeah and that was actually really crap I used my wild card do you know why I would use my wild card the number one reason I used it was because I went for Martial over Pogba what the fuck was I doing you get a free transfer every week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you but, have the wild card <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get uh, Pogba in he would have took it, taken a minus four but Martial his, his goals and his assists were really good but his underlying statistics were absolutely crap and he's like the last player I'd ever go at I was saying that's why I never have someone to remember he had that 100% conversion rate he had yeah. like 6 shots 6 goals and, that, and uh, Kirk's actually wrote an article about like something yeah Oh, bandwagon buster, oh, and that was Twitter again like, genuinely Martial's the last ever player I'd ever pick but that's one of the few points where I'm saying never take hits but a hit would have paid off well there if I got Pogba and I wouldn't have to play my early wild card and is that what? Yeah, um, what I think that. Is there any other no, chips? Most of it. No, yeah. Anyway, yes. I fucking bought, bought my chips. I know you used your triple captain the same week as me, so sad. Yeah, so the, probably the exact same as you, because uh, we did chips the but same But you time actually time must have used them pretty well to finish so highly. I don't think you can actually no, spunk I, your chips and do so well. Did no? you bring Sterling in, in um, your wildcard? Or did you have them already? I don't know, to be honest. I think that's probably the one that got me the most points at the end of the season. But other than that, I don't have a problem with the chips. I don't think they're great, as in, I used the chip captain at home, Salah, same as you, something came back, fine. Use the free hit and the wild card at the end of the season, same as everybody else. Don't think it outperformed anybody, but didn't lose ground. The same as everybody else, but it's probably only 100,000 people that are doing this. Like. I'd be happy just to have two wild cards and that's it. I think the chips kind of dilute it and, yeah. and they're a lot more... Uh, put it down to luck don't they not in a good way just it's a, it's a, the game I don't mind bench boost I think it's actually just a bit of a planning towards it you're thinking about it triple captain fucking winds me up <laughs> so yeah. that's a, a quick look at the chip usage so we get on to the bit that I've been most looking forward to um, yeah. I imagine there being a bit of a debate uh, uh, we go to our FPL team of the season and we haven't discussed this. We haven't laid any kind of ground rules. It's just going to be, we'll use a bit of common sense and play it by year. Yeah. But, uh, so you're kind of... I'd come up with 15. They, I couldn't have a letter. Yeah, they don't have to, you don't have to stick to the 100 million budget. Actually, I know I don't have 14. I have one goalie. And yeah, then. you don't have to stick to the three players for no. one club rule. It's just, who were the best 11 FPL players? But, obviously value and stuff can come into it. Yeah, so... Yeah. Do you remember what this is? There's guys... To perform at different parts of the season. Yeah, I know. Oh, just but we're that. looking back at it like, so now, having full we, knowledge. Even talking with the chips, we break our season up into like the first yeah. 
what? Just, five, just over the whole season. Don't worry about bad weeks, good weeks. Just overall. Yeah. So anyway, I made out a little chart with all my players. It might help you guys pick. That is so lame. The team. I, I have my my so I don't need any help. You did. Just, I just want to point out that he did a chart inward. Right. Right. Yeah. Does but, anyone have any goalies to add that aren't here? So I have. Alison Ederson, Pickford, Etheridge, and Fabianski. We had we all had my show at one point. I, but you would never say he's FPL player of the season. He was very disappointed. Uh, Who? Patricio. No, you couldn't go for Patricio. There was not a point in the start of the season where they were like defensively. Oh, their stats were amazing, but they'd always like concede from the one shot that went on target. Yeah, I remember bringing them in and they kept conceding. They never kept a clean sheet. There was a point in the season though if you had them. And they'd lose to Cardiff, they'd lose to Huddersfield. This, this is a tough one. I, was I, like, I can't go with Alison because there's better lyrical options. I, no, no, but we can have more than three. Like, I'm going to say, look, can I just give my reasons for going for Alison? No. So, well, you have to I, tell I us Alison's your I don't think we should let keeper. I don't think we should no, let say look, this. Look, I went for Alison. He's oh. 178 points. It was first among goalies. Liverpool had 21 clean sheets. That was first. They had an XGC of 29.0. That was second only to City. Okay, 22 goals conceded all, all, all season. I had him for the second part of the season, most nearly all the second part of the season, and he served me well. Look, the only thing about Alisson, the only problem I have, he didn't so do feature so well in, in like other metrics, such as saves, bonus, and expected goal prevented. And that's just because Liverpool were so good defensively. The only problem with him yes. is you can't have him and Robertson. TAA. Yes, you can. Mane. Salah. Yeah, Salah. we can have as many as you want. Liverpool were the no, team of the season like, from in, in the game. Yeah. No, 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 there's no reason but, to have him. And also, he did have the, the three... Possibly the three best defenders in the yeah. game ahead of him. Yeah. Can I, I just want to mention one more I thing. I would say that's one of your biggest mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I see um, someone else on the list there, um, Fabianski. Now, I know he don't, didn't get a ridiculous amount of points, but he was he was the best goalie in the league last season. He had 151 saves. He had 15 bonus points. Ridiculous His man, expected goal prevented. Does anyone know what it was? Plus 10.9. Oh, that's just, just absolutely that. mental. Like. I was going to say 100. And say, you guys might have a word for Etheridge with a street penalty save. The problem with well. West Ham is they're defensively, they were just so all over the shop. Did it, uh, but 4.5. If Fabianski's 4.5 next season, and they were getting get someone alongside the app. I brought him in, and it, was, and it was a disaster. Yeah. yeah. If I. Now, was it though? Was it though? I, I was looking. I had oh, Alisson, and he was getting six points every week. I was looking at Fabianski. They were conceding four goals and they were I, still getting three points. I think so. I hit three or four game weeks at a very He was getting a bonus point or a save point nearly every week. I had Jupe and I had your man Fabianski. Alisson? Uh, uh, no, Fabianski. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, if I had to pick someone, and I think we should do this the way we used to do all of our FPL Renegades decisions. It was always like, there's three of us, two versus one, yeah. and that wins. If I had to pick someone, and I've been arguing this with Kirk, so I actually would just pick Etheridge. I didn't own him yeah. at all for the whole season. No, none of us did. did and what was he, the fourth highest point scorer? Yeah, he got 154 points. Ederson got 169. Alisson got 176. Like, he's not far off then. See, I have a he started off him. During the, during the season, I just I can't see the reason I'm picking him. Yeah, but we've got full really knowledge and yeah. we can go oh, no. on hindsight. Oh, well, Alisson was the best point scorer. Fabianski no, no, was the best player statistically and Etheridge was the best value, best if points. You, if you pick Etheridge, it Etheridge. frees up two. Etheridge got 18 though. bonus points, more than anyone else. Here, there's no way I... Saves. Here, would you fuck this? There's no way I'm not having TAA, Robbo, Salah and Mane. They walk into this team. We haven't got that far. We're going to have four players no matter what. I'm not having three players. We might have to... We might have to just have a spike now. Oh, I definitely have a spike. 
No. So I I would actually vote for Etheridge. He still had he had ten clean sheets out of thirty eight. Oh, we're taking into for account card. value, yeah, value and oh, then, complete captain Heinz. Yeah. I go for it's no no. I go for, for Fabianski. Etheridge is no brainer then. Okay, Mike, has, he got, has he got thirteen more points, twelve more points than Fabianski? Yeah, don't yeah. get all bitter now, Sulky <laughs> luck. Um, yeah, that that's enough for me. Yeah. With hindsight, we should be writing this down. No just brainer. Yeah, no brainer. Like, what price was he? 4.5, the same as Fabianski. And 13 more points. So why yeah, wouldn't you? A lot of the times you might, you might have played, like, look at the stat, you might have played, if you <laughs> two four point fives, you might have been your starting keeper, you might have got more points. Right, Willie, two too. versus one, we'll move on. Leverage <laughs> is the keeper in the books. Right, let's talk um, about my player of the season. I think, I was going to say, probably most man's player, man's or woman's players of the season. I don't even want you to read out your essay of stats. Robertson's and all of our team. No, no, he's in my team, but he's not my player of the season. He's not, not my, my best team. defender. Right. Robertson's not my best defender. Right. Right, right, right. No, look, we have to go around. Alexander, Laporte, Robertson. What 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 uh, formation are we playing? I have four. Actually, T A Robo, uh, Laporte and Dinia. Where's the uh, Are we not can we not go go for squad? No. Has to be eleven. The stats are saying four four. You can give like a mention to lads at the end. Defence was actually pretty good this year. Yeah, I think you have to go for it. Can I just go with Robo's stats just so we see how fucking good he was? No, we know. Everybody knows how good he was. Do you know how good he was? We know how good he is, yeah. Pool, 22 sheets, 22 goals conceded, 213 points. That was the fifth highest of all players in the game. 12 assists, second among defenders, 29 bonus points, fifth among all players, 7.05 XGI, fourth among defenders, 50 chances created, second among all defenders, 15 big chances created, first among all defenders. He was nailed. He played 36 out of 38 games. Look, he's just Mr. Consistent. Not exaggerating to say he's the best fucking fullback in the world. He's in our team. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to... Do you not think these stats are absolutely unbelievable? I do, but everybody knows them. And Everyone knows them. We, we want to go out after this them. pod. Right, so. I'm going to add... You call it stats for the next year. Brand, we'll call it stats. And you can he gets very sulky with your hair. <laughs> so look, what are we playing four at the back? I, I think we're playing forward back because we're going four four two four three three. We have to play four four, four, two. Two. Okay, four four two. So we go four at the back. So I think Robertson. Yeah. Now, if you disagree, no Robertson right. Alexander Laporte. I think that's three nailed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is most nailed out of all. Ah, it's not just because of the minutes played. over the whole season. Yeah, but his stats are just oh, amazing. I had a game week one, one had a game week whatever thirty eight. So yeah, I don't think we can put in Robertson. Trent and Van Dyke. No, we'll leave Van Dyke. No, I'd say leave Van Dyke. Van Dyke's underlying statistics had bonus points, and his underlying statistics don't match Robo and Two at all. Yeah, he was still after two hundred and eight points, which is amazing. Well, he's absolutely legend. I'm just saying, four goals, four assists. I think you can have a report in there. I think we, you're looking at who's the best bargain player at the back. Right. We talk about stats. So we, we said we weren't going to. For me, for me, it's between Juan Bissaka and Dots. Oh. oh. For me, it's between Lucas Dean and Dots. I'd say Dots. But only... Dots was more solid. He didn't have the lows. Was not Wan Bissaka yeah. injured for a bit? No. We'll go for Dots. Right. Dots, he had 144 points in total. Do you know he was my fourth highest point scorer the whole... I didn't the, know that. The whole season. I didn't Doesn't know it? that. Considering I got him in as a 4.4, that's pretty amazing. That's incredible. Look, he four goals, seven assists... 8.5 XGI, that was the first among all defenders in the game. He had nine big chances, that was first among all defenders in the game. He had 110 penalty touches, that was second among all defenders. Look, he's just an absolute he's legend. 4.4 million, he's Irish, just unbelievable. 
Doherty's not even in my top 10 highest scoring players. I got him in too late. Mm. Oh, no, but you didn't in, get in, in hindsight, you stick him in your starting 11 if I'm back on the bench. Yeah. All right, so that's our defence. Let's take a look at the midfielders in our FPL team of the season. And I think we're going to have a few disagreements here. I think so. So just quickly, without going into stats or saying anything, who would be your number one midfielder if you had to pick one? Salah. Salah. I go Hazard. Okay. Do you want to go um, number two, three, and four and just see where we get? Yeah. Number two for me is Hazard. Oof. Sterling. Okay. I would go. For me, Mane. Number three? Yep. Fraser. Yeah, I'm happy with Fraser. Sterling. And then. Number four? I'm Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> number four? I would go actually Fraser. So the third I got left. We don't have Manny. to do it now. We have to. I don't know. None of us really did great on Manny, but Manny deserves to be there. I didn't have him in all season. I brought him in at I the end. Of the season. One of the big questions all season, and I kept telling that to fuck off, and it was like, can Manny cover Salah? And I was like, no, he can't. And in the end, he kind of did. He did, but if he missed it at the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but for three and a half million less, and he only got 28 points less. But I was looking at the stats. It's mad. He got a... 22 goals and 3 assists. Yeah. Salah got 22 goals and 12 assists. Yeah, I know. but And he seriously... So Mane is just very greedy. I think you could tell at the start of the season he needed Salah. From, from another line statistic perspective, uh, Salah absolutely smashed um, Mane onto the last 6 game weeks, which we'll talk yeah. about in later. Probably. And Salah was also my highest scoring player of the whole season. Yeah, I think he played every yeah. single one. He got me 263 points, 9.7 points per game, but he's still not in my team of the season. Do you know how many points Salah got me? No, 300 and something 300, 390 points yeah 90 oh captain I see yeah captain and 40 so you're both putting Salah in yeah okay so we'll agree on Salah 2 versus 1 yeah Are you, you're, we're all putting Sterling in we're all putting Sterling in so Salah Sterling Hazard are we all putting ha- I, Hazard's my number yeah, that's Hazard. I think like if you got him at the right time he was actually gold that's bollocks right and it's not about the right time. Hazard, 238 points, 16 goals, 15 assists, 35 bonus, the most by a mile. He His underlying statistics were just top quality. Like He's just, he's like, he is a bonus by mile. 97 chances created, second only to the great James Madison I have here. James. I don't know. I think he's top quality. Has to be, because when I'm my phone. Yeah, so... Are we, we've gone for Hazard. So we're we going for Fraser as My most points was Salah, 354 points. Yeah, so Salah has to be in it. Yeah. He's my most as well. I just kind of preferred Mane. He was my best value as well. And are we going for Fraser as our fourth? Yeah, I think over the season. Um, he got Price. 181 points, 23 bonus, 7 goals, 14 assists. Nine. Started off at 5.5 million. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just one other thing I want to mention. He's 28 big chances created. That was... He was first in the league by a mile. It was actually yeah. nine clear. Callum Wilson missed about 50 and then. Nine clear. <laughs> I think there was a point in the season, though, where I sold him and it worked out really well. He um, he tailed off. Wilson managed to stay on a bit. But well, sell him. He's 5.5 million. Get him. He went to just six. don't start him. Why do you sell him? He went to six something. If it worked out for him. Yeah, it worked right, out. Fair enough. million. Right, so we'll move on to the strikers. And I think I'm going to have a problem now playing 4 4 2. Yeah. Because. I've done no work on the strikers, so this is off the top of my head. But uh, 
Aubameyang was the highest scoring player. Does anyone want to have him in their team? I didn't have him. No, I just can't. I can't. I, I find it hard Minutes. to catch his points. Yeah. yeah. His, his points were amazing. His goals were amazing. His underlying statistics were amazing. And I still don't have him. Oh, was he but 10, it's, 10 and a half million? And yeah. he might be on the bench. But like I keep... He was dearer than that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah 11. Yeah, 11. Yeah. But like I keep saying, you're saying you couldn't catch him at the right time. But we're looking back with full evidence. We know what he did. So it's not a bit of hindsight. Hindsight, top, top high score. scoring forward. But he, he was only a few points. He was a few points higher than Cohen. Cohen was just so much more reliable. You put the part of the captaincy on Cohen at home, and you know where he's going to turn. I didn't even know if Aubameyang was going to start. I have Aguero as well. You, you have Aguero. We have Aguero, but then my second is Jimenez. Then no Ings. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is killing me. No Wilson. Because I was like two. I have Wilson and, and Jimenez, and I'd actually I them as a three in my squad, but I'd leave out Aguero just price wise. What? No. I think lads, look, I didn't have him in S for much of the season, but you can't argue, you just have to have him. 181 points, third highest among forwards. Yeah, it's a coin to five point five million. If you have Wilson or you have him yeah, in, in this. Yeah, him and has 13 goals, 10 assists, 31 bonus. His underlying statistics are amazing. As you say, like Wilson and him and they both offered such good goal and assist potential. It's just Wilson was injured for too long for me to put him in my team of the season. And I know that kinda uh, emphasises how good he was because he got so many points and so many goals and stuff but he yeah. still missed about 10 games did he? he yeah, maybe missed 7 or 8 was, uh, Wolves are more reliable than Bournemouth yeah I'd rather so I'd call Aguero and Jimenez Wilson was my 5th highest point scorer I'm going to flip-flop on this and change your mind and go to Jimenez yeah I'll actually agree if you're, if you're put, definitely putting Aguero in if you're going for a premium which I can't argue with I'd, you kind of have to go Jimenez he's just he was a final season wasn't he? yeah it was mad uh, just how much of a non-event Kane was. Yeah, he kind of made Still, the season well, a bit easier. the stats. Oh, he got loads. He's saying he got 17 Certainly. goals and his XG was the fifth best in the league as well. And he missed like it's half crazy. games. Yeah. So he could be... And, if he, and he, half the time you're watching, he was shite. Yeah. If he drops a million, like he could be... And he's he could be sort of playing like... Uh, what was he playing? Fucking deep line 10. Like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. 17 goals, 6 assists. Yeah. 23 yeah. Uh, goal returns in 38 games and like you said he probably missed about half time. Yeah, it could be a good option next season now we start to look at the at yeah. new kid on the block Harry Kane <laughs> yeah, yeah. one took the renegades one to watch, one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. if his price dropped it actually would be interesting yeah it will drop as well. young player to watch Kirks with Jesse Lindkirk <laughs> so just to finish that up then are we saying Etheridge Robertson Trent Laporte Doherty yeah Hazard Salah Sterling, Fraser, yeah, Aguero, Jimenez. That's so That's exactly. team. That works out with the rules as well, doesn't it? Uh, who, how many seed players we got there? Aguero, we Sterling, Laporte. Yeah. Uh, Pool, we have Salah, two boys, Robertson and Trent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's and price wise, you that's probably not far off either. I'd say we're a bit above, but yeah, no, it works out okay. I'm, I'm happy enough to lock that in. Um, not a United player in sight, which shows how disappointing that was. Um, <laughs> It's mad not having a Bamiang, but I agree with you. He was just so flashy, like just did it. It's mad that the highest point scorer, the best underlying statistics, and like that, and we're saying like he's been flashy, even though he's been over the whole season, he's been so consistent in a way. It's just heartbreaking to bring him in. He gets two goals and then he benched. He plays on the left. I was also saying he's playing on the wing half time. It's fucking. He's definitely the premium striker I'm going to be looking at at the start of the season. I think his price will go Depending on Arsenal's fixtures. His price won't go up. His price will go up because he's the top scorer on forward. Do you trust Emery though? I thought Aguero 
looked like he was slowing down at the end of the nah, season. Yeah, that's good. Like his stats are decent, his goal returns are decent, but like his movement's not great, and he doesn't have that explosive kind of. Do you not think that was City as well? Like I really found the last six eight game weeks when City were like they were they were winning going up one 0 up in games, and they were they were going quite defensive. Yeah, they weren't like, playing their usual. All yeah, he just football, didn't like, seem like he had the movement that he used to have. I think he's slowing I down. In old seasons of old, I would have I would have got rid of him. But everybody had him, and it was good cover. I I, I didn't yeah. have him, and I didn't suffer much without him. To be honest, I didn't have him for a long time. I yeah. had Sterling, and he did nothing. So I didn't actually really have any city coverage that did happen for me. It's an interesting kind of point to end on in the season that uh, Jesus did so well in the FA Cup final. Yeah, like he played. That's why he was great. Yeah, he was. What were we saying? He was. He had like the biggest. His biggest underachievement was he minus six point something. XG and what he should have scored over the yeah, season. Yeah, sure. Considering he played spec all games. That's he got very little game time this season. Mm-hmm. He could be someone to look at for next All right, so that's our FPL team of the season. Um, we did ask for a few questions, and I think we've covered most of them just yeah. in our little synopsis, but I'm going to read them out anyway, just because they're yeah, from people point. who have followed yeah. us all season. They've uh, been listening to the podcast, liking our stuff, and they've asked some Questions. So the first one was from Luke Farrell, one of the first people we played in our Renegade squad, and he said, "Keen to hear the first season review. Always tough. Always tough starting out, especially when you are putting your recommendations, expertise, reputation out there." So, what was it like starting a podcast or Twitter? What was the the hardest bit at the very start? We'll just quickly go through these, seeing as the boys have asked them. But. Uh, did oh. you find it hard to kind of start a Twitter and like be putting up posts recommending yeah. players? No, at the start, I thought it was a bit mad, and I know we did it first. I was a bit nervous. I was really happy when Balbuena worked out or like Camarasa worked out. Like Balbuena didn't work out. So <laughs> he didn't uh, score oh. in the first game. Not <laughs> uh, man. But it didn't work out for us. But he worked out for the. Yeah. Bottom up, you think he scored, and then he got an assist the next game. Yeah. But um, well, you know, I thought I'd be really nervous about it and stuff like, and I found like I actually didn't give a shit. <laughs> Like, I was happy to put myself out. That was my opinion. If it didn't work out, like, it's not going to work out. It's all uh, based on facts and yeah, yeah. reasons. So. And I had a reason for doing it, and I felt it was, like, I analysed the statistics. Yeah. And I, I don't think any of us are too results-focused. Like, if you make a good decision yeah, and it yeah. doesn't work out, at least if you had all yeah. the reasons, you're kind of happy enough. Yeah, once you have a reason for doing what you do, then you can live with it, can't you? You're not going to be too... Uh, and the three of us, like, before we even started any of this, we spent so much time talking about it on WhatsApp. Yeah, and uh, all these little articles and kind of the stuff we do for the pod, I think we all did it for our own teams anyway. Yeah, it's just okay. kind of taken it to a, a slightly little, bigger level. Little, 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 but it's not like we started doing different things. And uh, look, we all had solid records or like decent at the game, so I wasn't too worried about uh, no putting out something. And no, I don't mind at all. Like, it's like if you make an opinion and you're confident about it and you've reasons for it, then like yeah. the Twitter stuff was kind of harder than the pod, which is weird. Yeah. The pod kind of was easy enough because like we'd talk about FPL a lot yeah. and we'd go out and have points beforehand so it was just yeah. kind of natural. Yeah, kind of like... So yeah, hopefully uh, it was more the technology and figuring out how to distribute well, it. Right that, yeah. We still aren't, we don't <laughs> really know what we're doing. So I just turn up and just... So to answer yeah, your question, it. Luke, uh, we didn't really mind it to be honest. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying it. And, and then the worst bit for me was I actually still I that still, you didn't come to a pod for eighteen time. episodes. Yeah, but even like on Twitter, I I still couldn't name you the card of starting eleven. I don't know who the fuck they are. Camarasa. <laughs> yeah. And Luke also said, "This is my first time sticking out a whole season and being strategic. 
websites, your podcast, etc. Was this season different to any others? I thought it was quite harder than other seasons to uh, kind of make a dent. Yeah, I don't know. Kirk's might disagree because he had his yeah. best ever season, but uh, it just yeah. seemed... A lot of players seem to struggle as well, though. Yeah. A lot of the elite players struggled. Yeah. A lot of the not-so-elite players. They, <laughs> they flourished. <laughs> you fucking did the same as you always do. Fucking Johnny Average. But I, I got my best ever start by Maya, and yeah. I still made nothing. Your best ever start was two probably weeks. Had, uh, Drew probably had his best ever start by Maya. What was your, you had two weeks at the start, and then you bombed in week three. That's because I took a minus four. Yeah, well, that's was, the uh, start to me. It was definitely way more high-scoring than other seasons. Yeah. I was saying to you earlier, um, I came 1,001 last season yeah, and I got 27 more points than I got this season. Yeah. And I came that's such a difference, yeah. 20k, like. Yeah. And I kind of had a look back. I was like, if I got last season's points when I came 1,001 this season, I would have came 14,000. Yeah. So it was like such a big jump. I don't, maybe I don't know why. Injuries became, yeah. maybe I, I, more players being locked in, everybody had them. Less decisions. Yeah, make, less like. decisions. And, the whole thing about the free hit and the wild card. I, th- I think the fact that Aguero like like just hauled at the right times as well, and so many people it was easier there. to catch. Um, yeah, if you're like a lot of people would have had Aguero captain every week and stuff. And so I don't know if Luke was getting a bit demoralised there, going like it was his first season yeah, following just, stuff and blah blah blah. But, but just uh, just on, on Luke and you're saying different. Like I think like so much of the fifty fifty decisions, like just you could like make an absolute so many points gained by making the right 50-50 decision and make such a drop by taking the wrong one. Usually well, it's not really I like that. I think people had less 50-50s to make because Kane injured, right? So he wasn't in the equation. Aubameyang played every second <coughs> game, so he wasn't in most people's teams. So who are you left with? Firmino well, was injured for a lot of the season. Aguero. He was kind of the, nice the, price. The, the Sané Aguero thing had an absolutely massive swing. It decided people's seasons, so it did like... Sané never entered my team. But uh, <laughs> up front... I think you had Aguero. Everybody had Aguero yeah. for most of the season. And you had a budget striker. Everybody had Wilson or Jimenez. There, there wasn't I huge think, decisions. I think going, going David Silva over the court, which a lot of, a lot of the elite players did, went for the three attacking team players. And I yeah, think that okay, that's massive, that, that was, But I think overall, like, it could have been really, it could have been much more difficult. Yeah. And the more decisions there is, the less points are scored. Because everybody, everybody's on the same, everybody's on the same players. Yeah, they were good questions anyway. Um, we got another one from I don't know where that interference is coming from, honestly. But uh, I'll that out. Uh, another question we got was from uh, FPL Drunk Shameless from the FPL Hangover podcast, yeah. one of our biggest friends of the pod this season. And he said, I'm most interested in learning what your biggest mistakes were in your FPL seasons and how long. It took you to rectify those mistakes. I think we've kind of covered that so when we were talking about our season. I think United is probably um, the biggest mistake of our Yeah, season. a lot of people made those mistakes, especially at the start. Martial, Pogba. The defence. Even games. at the start, people thought last yeah. season they kept hey, so many clean yeah, yeah. And you kind of need to take each season on its merits. Yeah. And I, think, I think Pogba, when he was so good for that six-week span, and then his stats just completely fucking dropped off a cliff. And people still wanted to bring him in for the double game. He was still one of the most owned players. People were still captain him game yeah. 38. He was one of the most popular captains. I was like, just look at his numbers. Look at the stats. Look at his facial expressions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, you just didn't want to be there. I, we were talking about this, Kirks, and I think we agreed. Our biggest mistake of the season was listening to this fella here oh, way too much. He is so uh, sure of himself. And then, <laughs> and his, uh, and then reverses over it like a fucking... 
Like, his news updates. More is injured. More is updates. injured. And then it's like, oh no, more isn't injured. Uh, that was somebody else who said it. How many of this inside stuff was I right about? In fairness, oh, about this stuff. Why he's not warning. turning up for the to the hotel? And I think it was, there was one time in the season you were, you told me something and it turned out to be true and it cost me. Like Lindelof didn't. Lindelof, travel. I was right about shot. Did, did Lot, like United and the hotel stuff is pretty much on the ball, isn't it? Martial, all the stuff. No matter what, people say, no, they didn't near the hotel. I they're not never, at the fucking hotel, they're not in the squad. I will never forget the more hat-trick and Bezman's two goals. Yeah, that was awful. So, anyway, I'm sure you've listened to the start of the podcast if you've made it this far, Seamus, and we probably covered that already. Right, the last uh, two questions were from FPL Nick, another good friend of the show, seems to listen quite a bit. And he asked again, lessons learned. We've covered that, so we have, and... Best formation, and that's one I might take into next season. Nice. I'm what? I, I think you have to play a cheap striker, so I think you're left with two up front. So yeah. and the defense did so well. Robertson and TA, I think it's four four two. I'm completely a three four three man usually, and I was looking at my stats, and my two highest scoring formations had four at the back. Yeah. It was like four four two and four three three. I went three four three twenty four to thirty eight game weeks, and I was like. And four four two was my second best. That was by far my best. Four four two was my second best formation. But do you know what I think about formations? I think it's not like I was always three four three. But it's about being flexible. It's about being flexible and looking at the best players for the game week and going with that. I'd say it's more about value. You, if you drop a high price forward, you gain much more to your bank than dropping a high price midfielder yeah. or defender. The, this year it definitely would be an advantageous paying four at the back. Like if your man oh yeah, like, basically a, a third striker, absolute fucking but shit, non-playing third striker, and put the money into the defense. What about next year? Like people like uh, Saleh, Mane, Jota, Redmond, all these players could be forwards next season. Are we going to revert yeah, back to three four three? Like it's what's between the like, price of Robertson and, and TAA going to be? I'm Maybe like seven and a half million. I'm perfectly happy. Robertson going to be eight next season. I'm perfectly happy paying seven for TAA. You can't afford both. I, I don't know you're looking these two like, they're going to be top 10 in all players like would you pay 8 million for a midfielder or a forward that was guaranteed to be, to be the top, no, no, top no, 10 no, saying, scorer in the just, game just fitting them all in it's just going to be if they go up to that level of price yeah. I don't know I, 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 one. one of my things I'm going to look at next season is I'm going to invest more in the defence and I'd be perfectly happy to pay 7.5 for, for TA right, next I'd, season I'd say next season more so than ever then third striker absolute fucking bottom of the barrel find the cheapest guy you can get put him on the bench for the whole season Put your money in the defense. Just get Colin Craner, even though he might be in League yeah, One, yeah, just yeah. see if they'll put him in the game. <laughs> <laughs> have him on your bench. They put him on the game online, but they won't put him yeah. the, the most yeah. decent playing striker is usually a lot more expensive than the most decent playing. But you always yeah. start off with that, don't you? Like you've had the likes of Dominic Solanke yeah, in the team. Four point something. Never really. Yeah. But it, you, it, I, you gain the most by, by, by you elsewhere. Well, I've, I've always had like two four point zero defenders and a four point five mid. I've always done it that way, so yeah, but I do think there's a bit of a change. So are we kind of saying this season it was obviously playing four at the back, but yeah. in general play it by year and be flexible? Yeah, I, think be, I, I still think be flexible. I think you'll be able to afford it next year. I think the price of Laporte, uh, Trent, and Robertson is going to price you. I think it's going to be hard. You're not going to have double pool at City and then either a Dean or Dots. No, well. I think it's going to be priced out. But I think you could have one pool, one City, and then. One of either Dean or Maybe all the United players will be like four and a half million. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we'll, we'll wrap up the questions yeah. and we will wrap up the pod now very short. Right, we're nearly at the very end of our <laughs> season finale and hopefully it's, like I said earlier, not as rushed and brutal as Game of Thrones because that was absolutely atrocious. 
So uh, we'll wrap it up by talking about a few of our uh, weekly segments that we did. I think our big one was our FPL Renegade squad. Oh, where well, I enjoyed that, so I did, and I think it was a good feature. Had a good record as well. We did have a good record, so it was basically where we'd combine our three squads every week and play off against the follower. And I'd spend an hour arguing with Kurt. Yeah, we'd have we'd have a good old argument on uh, WhatsApp. Uh, bit of a sulk, people Captain falling out. <laughs> uh, a lot of the time, someone would just pick a team because nobody else would. And, uh, <laughs> I think we. We only played 18 weeks. We had 14 wins, four losses, which wasn't too bad because we only had a 100 million budget. But you're, and you're going to lose a game. Just on oh, you're bound to lose. So to win 14 out of 18 was great. Yeah, pretty good. And our biggest loss was nine points. So we never got hammered. And like yeah. we bet some lads by 30 points. I think and we had a 100, 400, 500 million budget. We could be undefeated. One game, maybe. So uh, just, I think that's one of the features we'll keep going next season because it was it was quite fun for us and it generated a bit of interest but congratulations to FPL Green Arrow who won that he bet us by nine points was in the lead for weeks and weeks and held on and won and the he, prize of he it get a mug? He, got a, he, got a <laughs> 50, a mug. he got a 50 euro Amazon voucher and we're waiting on the mugs but that'll be posted to him in uh, Liverpool of all places Oh, when we get it but congrats to him and I said we'll play him first next season we'll play the champ get that oh, out of the way that's a good idea um, another thing we did and we didn't really track it was our FBI oh, Renegade captains. captain poll where we were just looking for a differential captain I, that, that up, actually. I don't think we did amazingly most weeks no, we, we did okay every now and then but I smashed the vote do you get for that you smashed the what? The voting, you know, and the people. Oh yeah. yeah, you also cheated. Yeah, you did. You were just picking the one you knew everyone would <laughs> vote for. Differential, not the most captain's captain. James Madison's a differential. Yeah, basically, we we were looking for a captain that was captain by less than five percent of FPL teams and not in the top five captains of the week. And Willie used to just pick the most popular one and get son. the votes. Son was the most captain <laughs> of the week, but uh, like I said, we didn't do overly well, and we might scrap that next season. Just to do other things. Yeah. Uh, we want to jump on the uh, mini league bandwagon next season and maybe start our own mini leagues, and we might have a few prizes for that. Uh, maybe start a podcast mini league. Yeah, that's really good. Battle out against all the other podcasts because that'd be interesting just to see. There's so many good ones, and everyone seems to have a. There's a bit of friendly. It's not even rivalry. Like yeah. they all seem to chat. Everyone's away kind of for each other. In fairness, yeah, it's not like it's competition. So it'd be yeah. interesting for us I think to. That's a really good idea, actually. Uh, face off against all the other ones and as a trio I think we'd be hard to beat so we might give that a go it's a nice trap Kirk's has on there and uh, our final feature that we might try next season and our favourite was uh, I'm getting very excited about this one yeah we were talking to uh, just uh, he's not our producer what is he he's like the guy who comes out with our drinking buddy yeah he comes out for pints before every podcast Yeah, doesn't play FPL but likes pints but our aim is to, he's going to make his first ever FPL Oh, it's team. like that movie. It's like She's All That. <laughs> That's it. But uh, what was her name? Uh, Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook, <laughs> where she's the nerd and the guy bets that he can turn her into problem queen. But the thing is, she's and hotter when she's a nerd than when she's a It's completely off. inappropriate. So like, yeah. So we're going to get our friend who can't play FPL, has no interest in it. He's going to listen to the pod. He's going to follow our Twitter and we're going to have a bet that we can get him into the top 50k. 50K. I said 100. I've gone to 50k. No, we're going to 50k. And uh, yeah. we're going to have a weekly follow-up on that, see how he's yeah. doing. Such and a good idea. We might actually take some bets on it because we're yeah. quite confident. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 
we're going to do a few uh, pre-season pods in the summer. Maybe we'll come up with more ideas. But that's what we've got on the agenda at the minute. Anything else you want to add? I'm just amazed that Kirks is here in my living room doing a, a pod. Just brilliant, isn't it? I think the day off yeah. work to do it. It, uh, it was a, a big sacrifice. Kirks has a real job up in the big small. I don't know what a real job is, but just <laughs> obviously have a job. He has hard hours, yeah. you know. But uh, he made it down and uh, celebrated his top 5k rank. So yeah. Well done. Well done, Kirks. Top um, six. We'll go five. No, no, <laughs> right. It's up, but genuinely, like, fair fucking play to you. It's like me during the during the season. I wasn't too uh, impressed. Fair play to you, Willie, as well. We started off a Twitter page, a podcast. Sent you earlier. You can't order a fucking taxi or <laughs> so for you to like come on and talk to four people. Big, big achievement. FPL <laughs> yeah. is a huge achievement. Yeah, and uh, for most of it, you haven't even sent it out of place. You know. <laughs> so nice. uh, it was a good season. Are you true? Are you true? Delighted to be here. <laughs> so uh yeah look this was just an experiment we've said it loads of times uh we have our whatsapp group we all play fpl we all have a bit of crack together and we said fuck it we're going to start a twitter we're going to start a podcast we never thought it would happen no but we're here now and we think we're going to give it a good go next season you want to smash it try and do it every week improve the l technology improve the rank, all of our yeah. features yeah. improve the ranks and hopefully looking forward to it yeah that is so uh just uh Big thank you to anyone that has listened so far. Uh, the four people probably know who they are. They <laughs> interacted with us all season. Five. Retweeted our podcast, asked us questions. We do really appreciate it. Um, there were probably a little bit more than four. and yeah. Kind of did grow a bit during the season. It kind of yeah, got to yeah. bigger numbers than I thought. Like, I didn't even know a million people listened to yeah. podcasts. <laughs> no, but, uh, like yeah, it it was successful enough that we're going to keep it going and yeah. see how it goes. That's it. So we should wrap it up. Um, if we go now, we might make last orders. Like so, a cocktail uh, in it now. Nice white Russian now. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, thanks to everyone for listening all through the season. Enjoy the summer break. Good luck and, and good, good night. night.